Time for our regular visit with psychologist Mike Mayer, who joins us now. How are you today, sir? I am doing well, David, and I assume you are as well as can be expected. How's that? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you know something I don't know. Uh, yeah, I am doing as well as can be expected. And I'm very curious about this one. Marriage, are we the same person we were when we married? Now, immediately upon hearing what your topic was today, I started to say to myself, well, should I be? Or should I not be the same person that I was when I married? So I'm all ears about this today. Well, it's a loaded question because there's many answers to it, you know, just off the cuff, just looking at the marriage that that the person we are. You know, I hope the base person doesn't change, mm-hmm. you know, the base person. That's not what the article was about. Because I read this article in New York Times and was written by Ada Calhoun, and this article stated the fact that I have experienced, as a psychologist, helping others with their marriage, the fact that one of the biggest causes of marriage failing is the unwillingness of a partner or both partners to accept change. Uh-huh. And that, you know, that's a very, and I'll explain that a little more, that seems so simple. You know, all we do is accept change. But as the writer states, each partner is likely to evolve from the person we fell in love with into someone new and not always someone cuter or smarter or more fun. No. Quoting the writer, each goes from the rock climber to couch potato, <laughs> from the rebel to middle manager, and from the sex craze to the sleep obsessed. <laughs> what I mean, not quite that extreme, but I thought that was a clever way to show some uh, differences. Human beings are works in progress that mistakenly think they are finished, says Harvard professor Daniel Gilbert. And another quote, I have had at least three marriages. They have just all been with the same person. (laughs) But you think about that, things do change. So after working with many individuals in different relationships, first with parents and then with dating others and then with a committed relationship or marriage, I have found a common theme. There is an inevitable fact that we change over the years. We change in many ways, some subtle and some more obvious. So we think about it. How were we at age 16 or 17, where many of us had definite views on life and how we as well as others should act? Can of remember those times? Mm-hmm. I think we all do. Have we changed since then? I'm sure we had some change. Then there are many people in their 20s who choose a partner with a vow to stay married for life. We're in love. Of course we are. The next important question is, did we change in any way since we were married? And we have to look at that, look at who we were and and where we uh, are now. An interesting fact is that many of us don't feel we have changed much. We don't feel it except our physical appearance, maybe. Mm-hmm. What we claim to notice is that our partner for life has changed. It's the other person changed, not us. Changed maybe in their beliefs about life or love or goals. If we're honest, though, we ourselves have really changed. The fact is people change over the years. And as we change, it can change the nature of a committed relationship. And that's where the problem comes in. The whole purpose for today's question is, I think, to remind us that to stay married, it helps to be able to embrace change. Because I really do feel change is an integral part in what goes on in relationships. And to do this, we need to be able to be more flexible in accepting that we, as well as our partner, have 
will change in some way. And communicating our ever-changing reactions to life's events must be open with our partner. That's difficult. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. To, to be aware you're changing and then communicate that 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 you do that you are changing beliefs that you do have a different way of looking at things i you know my initial reaction to this particular segment is that this is one of my favorites because i think i recognize that i'm not the same person that i was and i rejoice in that many times because i'm not proud of some things that if i hadn't changed i would still be that way. So I like that. It's tough, though, for me now to think, well, my partner, has she changed? And how can I uh, respect that change and adjust to or adapt to or celebrate that change? And it's really tough when people who are in a relationship hold on to the old and continue to dredge that up as an accusatory. Well, you said this, well, that was 15 years ago, or that was 20 years ago. or uh, So I think you have to let that go and say, well, you've always felt this way. Well, guess what? I may not feel that way anymore. Exactly. And I, I'm not talking about love for the other person. I'm saying maybe an attitude towards spending money or an attitude toward uh, taking care of the house or something like that. Yes, and that, that, that are, and then be, but being able to communicate that openly, mm-hmm. that you are changing, and the other person being willing to look at and find ways to accept that change and, and work with that person yeah. in accepting that change, that, that you are changing, that we, as we all are changing. And I think that's that's what I've been trying to say is mm-hmm. that we need to accept change in ourselves and our partner, be flexible in accepting others changing as well as ourselves changing, communicate that and be more focused on others' needs, not just our needs too. You know, these terms flexibility, open communication and other centeredness other centeredness, they're listed in the, the, some of my of the nine dynamics in my book, Better Sex Through Deeper Emotional Intimacy, which is of course on Amazon.com. A little plug there, mm-hmm. but but it is true. I mean, uh, these this flexibility and this changing that happens if we can take that as a way of life and and but try to understand each other as we change. So embrace change, not only in ourselves but in others, and it'll help your marriage. There you go, folks. The whole secret then to a better marriage or a happier marriage. It's right there. It's just within those last five or six minutes. Dr. Mayor, thank you. Thank you, David.